symposium. Due to COVID, I believe that your last symposium was a virtual conference, and so it is after almost three years that you have gathered together in person. Anyway, I hope and pray that the event has fulfilled its objectives and proved beneficial for all the participants. Alhamdulillah, the IEEE has done some excellent work in recent years and has continued to increase, increase its service to mankind. If you look back to when the IEEE was founded, and in its early years, its activities were on a much smaller scale compared to today. At that time, it was involved in simple, uh, in simple projects, seeking to assist those living in hardship for example, by making and distributing small dry cell lamps. Within the Jamaat, the IEEE also assisted on the occasions of Jalsa Salana by providing some facilities and made efforts to improve the translation system. From these humble beginnings, over time, the work of the IEEE started to evolve and expand. For example, some members worked on developing roti plants, to produce rotis on a large scale in Rawa. Slowly but surely, the organization continued to progress and broadened the scope of its activities beyond Pakistan. Now, with the grace of Allah, the IAAA has reached a stage where it has undertaken and completed some very sophisticated projects. 
and large-scale constructions for the sake of serving humanity and the Jamaat. For example, in Africa, the IEEE has conducted extremely beneficial work, such as providing water relief to the local people by installing or rehabilitating water pumps, both independently and in collaboration with other organizations, such as Humanity First. In addition, in recent years, the IEEE has constructed several model villages in remote areas, which have provided many essential facilities and services to the local people. Indeed, the model villages have had a direct impact upon the lives of the local people by creating ease and convenience in relative terms, by providing basic facilities that are ensuring a better standard of living. It has also been pleasing to see that the model villages and other major projects of the IAAA have been completed at the lowest possible cost to ensure that our limited resources are used for the maximum possible service and benefit to mankind. In this regard, I know some of your members have worked tirelessly and traveled to China in order to cultivate contacts with local manufacturers and retailers so that necessary materials can be procured as cheaply as possible. May Allah the Almighty reward their efforts, which have played a significant role in enabling the limited resources of the IAAA to go much further. According to the latest report sent to me during the past two years, people in nine countries have benefited your Water for Life projects. In this time, the IAAA was able to rehabilitate more than 100 water pumps to a functioning level. And so thousands of the most impoverished people in Africa were able to gain access to clean water. The biggest struggle for people living in remote parts of Africa is the lack of clean drinking water. As has been mentioned by Akram Amdi Saab, and so, by installing water system, the IAAA has had a genuinely life-changing impact upon those people who were the hardest hit by poverty and deprivation. 
the pure joy, pure joy and elation they feel when they see clean water flowing at their doorsteps for the very first time is truly indescribable. Similarly, similarly, in recent years, the IAAA team in Germany has undertaken a range of beneficial projects to serve and better the lives of mankind. In addition, the IAAA's electrical engineers and technicians have traveled to some extremely remote parts of Africa and worked diligently in order to generate electricity in those rural areas for the benefit of the local people. They have also connected televisions and communal areas of rural towns and villages through which the local people can watch MTA. And so this facility has served as a means of tabligh and tarbiyat. Moreover, through the installation of TVs and communications, uh, communications infrastructure, the local people are being exposed to the wider world and gaining knowledge of the latest development and technologies. Therefore, the IAAA, uh, IAAA's efforts are not only serving to alleviate hardship and deprivation, but also providing to be a source of education and information. Hopefully, seeing such images and news will inspire the local children and youth to remain in education as long as possible and to learn more about new technologies so that they can better their personal situations and also play a positive role in the future development of their nations. In this way, your services will not only have a short-term impact, but will, inshallah, prove to have a lasting effect by providing opportunities for the local people to educate themselves and to broaden their horizons. Ultimately, it is only through education that those living in deprived nations will be able to prosper and free themselves from the desperate cycle of poverty that has plagued their communities for generations. As a result, the members of the IAAA who play a role in providing education to the most impoverished members of society will be the recipient of their prayers and will certainly attain the blessings and rewards of Allah the Almighty.
Moving on, you may recall that a few years ago, I expressed my desire for the IEEE to work towards providing clean water in remote and deprived parts of the world. And I am pleased that you have done a lot of good work in this regard, as I have already mentioned. In fact, through the model village scheme, you have, you have gone beyond what was initially assigned to you. Nonetheless, we are now passing through extremely precarious and dangerous times. And so the IAAA must reassess and evaluate how it can serve mankind according to the prevailing conditions. The current state of the world is immensely concerning and alarming, especially in relation to what is happening in Ukraine and the increasing enmity between Russia and the West. A dark and ominous shadow has been cast upon much of the world. And if, God forbid, the current situation escalates further, the consequences do not bear thinking about. It is no exaggeration to say that the world stands at the brink of a disaster and there is a grave risk of devastation and destruction, the like of which we have not seen before. Therefore, now is the time for the IEEE to intensify its efforts to serve humanity and to prepare for all possible eventualities. It is said that uh, some extremely wealthy individuals have constructed elaborate underground bunkers with state-of-the-art facilities in anticipation of a potential global war. Such bunkers might serve to protect those few privileged people. But what about the fate of the rest of uh, humanity? Besides those who are able to shield underground sh should not be under the illusion that a fortified bunker will leave them immune to the devastating consequences of a world war. For one, uh, living isolated lives underground will surely lead to a myriad of mental health issues, frustrations, and anxieties. Furthermore, what will those rich people do when they emerge from their bunkers to find that life has changed beyond all recognition? What will they do when they see that those poor people upon whom they relied day and night now lay dead or maimed 
and cloud of darkness had enveloped the world. Given this, all people, rich or poor, should recognize that what is happening today has the potential to affect everybody and that the future of mankind is at grave risk. Where we must pray that the world's leaders see sense and de-escalate before it is too late. We must also stand ready to play a leading role in rebuilding society if, God forbid, such horrific circumstances ever come to pass. Certainly, in the aftermath of such a war, humanity will face the monumental challenge of rebuilding the world piece by piece. And it will be our duty as Ahmadi Muslims to be at the forefront of that effort. Hence, as a first step, the IAAA should formulate a detailed plan identifying how low-cost housing, including necessary facilities and services, can be constructed swiftly to rehome displaced people. Such a plan will not only be of use if the current situation worsens. Rather, even under normal circumstances, our Ahmadi architects should develop plans for low-cost housing with good amenities, as this will be of benefit to the Jamaat moving forward. Similarly, we should prepare plans ensuring that our mosques, mission houses, and other properties are all built to a high standard at the lowest possible cost and keeping sustainability in mind. If, God forbid, a large-scale war erupts, we can only hope and pray that at least some regions will be spared from the resulting destruction and turmoil. For example, it may be said, it may be that Africa, uh, African countries, certain islands, and remote territories will not be directly affected. Accordingly, we should be ready for a future where it may no longer be possible to rely on the relative peace and security of the Western world. And so we should assess how we can develop other parts of the world in order to fulfill the needs of humanity. We should consider and reflect upon how we can make those less developed nations and regions stronger so that they can free themselves from the shackles of debt and stand with dignity and honor. We should strive our utmost to help the poorest and most underprivileged nations on earth 
so that they can rise up and be in a position to guide the world and to play their respective roles in the future development of the world rather than merely living off the scraps and hand out of the major powers. Consequently, the IAAA must work with a long-term vision in mind. Indeed, even if the current political unrest and global tensions are somehow resolved, our Jamaat and the IAAA as a body should always plan for the future and see what role we can play in raising the station of the developing world. We should explore and analyze how the developing nations can utilize their very limited resources in order to acquire the best possible infrastructure, technology, and services. You should consider it your long-term objective to help those nations who have been mired in perpetual debt, poverty, and destitution. to one day take their place as equal alongside the developed and industrialized nations, inshallah. Before concluding, I also wish to mention that the IAAA is constructing a technical institute, as has been mentioned by Akram Sahib, in Nigeria. And I pray that you are able to complete this project as soon as possible, and thereafter to manage it in the best way. I pray that the Nigerian people and people from all across the African continent can take great benefit from it. Further, I hope that this institute proves to be the first of many established by the IAAA, which serve to train and educate the local people so that they can stand on their own two feet and play a direct role in progress and development of their people and nations. May all their frustrations and anxieties, which are rooted in their impoverished conditions, be eliminated once and for all. Moreover, if and when their circumstances improve, I pray that they do not develop those selfish ways and greed that have been a hallmark of the major powers. Without doubt, it is due to their insatiable greed that the rich and powerful nations uh, continue to assert their dominance upon weaker nations and strive to take unjust benefit from the resources of others. Most regrettably, it is the, this never-ending craving 
for power and wealth, whether on the part of Russia, the Western world, or other major powers that has led mankind down such a dangerous path that, that threatens to shatter the peace of the world. Thus, we must all fervently supplicate before Allah, the Almighty, playing for a peaceful resolution to this current conflict. I also wish to say that if, God forbid, the world's political powers remain bent on forcing the world into a blazing fire of warfare and destruction, it will be our task as Ahmadi Muslims to be there to pick up the pieces and to apply cooling warm upon the scorching wounds of mankind and society. It will be our obligation and duty to strive to rebuild society and to save mankind from further turmoil and sorrow. Anyway, regardless of whether this current conflict subsides or escalates, we must, as I have said, plan to provide the best possible facilities, infrastructure, and training to people in Africa and other deprived parts of the world so that they can develop and prosper in future, inshallah. Perhaps some of you will think that what I am saying is far beyond our, your scope. Yet, if we are sincere and fully committed, I firmly believe that with the help of Allah the Almighty, we can develop such proficient plans and large-scale projects that governments and world's leaders will seek our help and expertise, inshallah. With these words, I pray that may Allah the Almighty enable you to utilize your intelligent minds, God-given talents, and capabilities to continually improve and widen the scope of the various projects of the IEEE where you are currently providing a lot of assistance and help to those who are living in deprived parts of the world, I pray that the IEEE now embarks upon the next stage in its progression by developing longer-term initiatives which will benefit the world for generations to come. May Allah the Almighty give you the vision and capability to do so. Finally, I pray that may Allah the Almighty enable all members of the IEEE to continue to serve with the same passion and dedication that they have displayed over the past few years. And may he reward all of you for your sincere efforts. Amen. Jazakallah, now join me in silent prayer.